Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online. We're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Today's episode is powered by Zen Supplies. It's the next generation of ordering products on an online platform. It's never having to run out of products. It's literally knowing what's in your inventory at a click of a button. They are the DA's best friend, helping us save our dentist money and get our time back. Go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Well, hello, Ms. Jules. How are you? Good morning, Miss Rhonda. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I miss you. Cold. I miss you too. And it's so cold. I'm tired of it already being cold. I know. Well, you're colder than I am. There's a reason that Patagonia and North Face and all these other super fancy things that cost a million dollars were invented. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Too bad we can't have uniforms like that. Oh, wait. There is twice as nice uniforms. Heat up and cool you down if you're feeling those adverse effects. I know that much. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I saw that they were on a photo shoot, right? Like recently with OSAP. Yep. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Somebody. I love the idea that it's by a dental hygienist. Like it's literally like whenever I see stuff that's designed for us by somebody like us, mm-hmm. I feel more connected to whatever that is. Yes. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. I don't know. Oh, no, it makes sense. Absolutely does make sense. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, kind of like just trucking along at the office. Like yesterday, I don't know what happened, but, um, you know, Zurich, I love it. It's amazing. But sometimes when you get so frustrated and you have to close out a case and Mm -hmm. then shut it down, like... The biocopies, I needed two biocopies. I was doing number five and number 31. And like, it was just so much data and it was so slow. And I thought I was going to like die. It It all went out. It's like, come on, guys. Like, I noticed that yesterday. It was ours was very, um, like milling slow. And you're like, come on. Hello. You know, and. So we just had to change the burrs and calibrate it and change the water out and kind of give it a little TLC. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, like, um, we were having problems calibrating our oven. Have you tried to do that? Yes. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. That thing is, that's not easy guys. And those little sticks, you have to have them in just right. Just, yeah. You have to have it <laughs> right. Can't use them more than once. <sighs> yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. dental you know, life. I, I, usually, I usually have to call my Ivoclar rep. <laughs> <laughs> Something 
happens and I'm like, shoot, let me call the Ivoclar rep. And, what and does this number rep. mean? Yeah, no <laughs> No humidity or whatever it says, you know, dehumidifying or whatever it says, you know. So interesting. It is. For you dental assistants out there that haven't crossed over to the technology side of same day scanning and milling, there are, it's like a blessing and a curse. Would you say that Jules? Like it's, it's like, it's so scary at first and then you can't imagine life without it. Yep. And then, you know, there's just, there's going to be hiccups no matter what you do, whether it be our equipment or, you know, with the lab or shipping or UPS truck got stolen, you know, <laughs> something. it's Christmas time. Your packages aren't going to arrive on time anyways. So Did you put yeah. your teeth this year or next year? <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, do you have a post for today? I do. I do. I do. Okay. So this one comes out of the dental assistant worldwide group. Awesome. And I thought it was a really good one because this is something that, you know, I personally know a little bit more in depth about. Um, so the poster stated, so who has their patients wear sunglasses during the procedures? An assistant said there was no need for them. And I'm like, what? we always have something over our patient's eyes. And I don't know if you remember this, but you and I both know about Jen's story for Jen's vision, mm -hmm. right? Right, yep. And so red flags, as soon as I saw that post, you know, luckily a lot of dental assistants jumped in and were like, you know what? Always have safety glasses. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, especially- and Technically they should not be sunglasses because they are not regulated to protect, they're protecting you from light, but yep. not from things being flown Objects. in your eyeballs. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I would not be using sunglasses. Now there are safety glasses that have polarized dark lenses, you know, because of the light from the um, overhead light, whatever it called, the operatory lights can be bright for the patient. So if you want to offer them that, but I don't recommend using uh, sunglasses from the dollar store or, you know, Walmart. I recommend getting some sunglasses that are either polarized or orange or, or just clear and offer them a variety. Yeah. No, I mean, it just, I, 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 uh, it shocked me, honestly, like, like, Ooh, this isn't standard of care. Mm -hmm. And now I see that it really, you know, that whole like CDC OSHA guidelines say that they, you know, strongly support the use but I guess since we haven't mandated it yet, there are, right. but I mean, they're not expensive guys. Talk your doctors into buying them and it'll make you look rock star. Not only were you thinking about your patient's safety, but you're also thinking about malpractice lawsuits and you're thinking about, you know, standards of care and best practices. Like, well, and the thing is that you want to remember is that sometimes we just don't know. So that might, that assistant might not know and understand why we do something. So I think we always just need to take the time to un make her understand why we're doing it this way and why we're providing the sunglasses or safety glasses they shall be um, to the patient and why she should wear them. Yep. So, you know, I, I plugged in that Jen's vision um, page just so mm -hmm. they can kind of cruise and, and see, you know, you know, when we talked to Jen, it was literally like, she wasn't the only victim of, you know, an incident that happened right at the dentist. Right. But we, we got to remember that we pass over the chest 
you know, or behind the head. I usually try to do anything like needles, things that, you know, maybe can poke or hurt a patient besides an instrument behind the head, you yeah. know, or just put them in on the dentist delivery tray to the right or the left, wherever they may be. So they could just grab and not have to drag it over their face. But we should always be careful where we're passing things that they should be in the transfer zone above the chest, you know, in front, underneath the chin, you know, that type of things. And it's slowing down. Accidents yes. happen when we are rushed. So that's one thing we have to remember is that we cannot be rushed. Nope, we really can't, guys. And literally, like, keep your food over your plate. <laughs> that's right. like my favorite thing. Like, keep your food over your plate. Because not only does it help when you get the fumbolina syndrome, Mm -hmm. but it, it, you know, makes you slow down. Cause you're, like you said, you're in your working plate, your working areas, and you're making sure that you, you right. know, take the time to look at what you're doing and you don't drop stuff on the floor because I think that's like an epidemic for dental assistants is having fumbling syndrome and the dropsies and gravity winning. And there's probably nothing more frustrating for your dentist to see like this one of a kind instrument, the only one in you have in the practice. Right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So just definitely always protect your patient's eyes, protect them from anything. And if you don't know help and that person doesn't know, then you have to find an approachable method to help them know and understand. So there are ways to get people to do what you actually want them to do. You just have to find an approachable method to do it. Having those scripts, right, Miss Jules? Yes, yes. Hey, what about you? What about you? Do you have a post? I do. This comes out of Dental Assistance Worldwide Group, and it's a new post. And it, uh, let's see what it says. How to deal with this situation. Been in my practice office for at least 11 years now. Previous doctor who I worked for at another dental office sold three practice office to another dentist about three years ago. I've been through it all with the new doctor, making new changes, helping him get the office the easy he wants it to be. Another assistant was let go about six months ago, so I was the one doing everything, front and back. We finally hired a person about six weeks ago. Now he treats me like crap. My opinions don't count. I'm the last to know things now. I was told not to show or teach the new person how we do things or how we would like it to be. This new person does have experience, but obviously from another office. She does nothing I say how to handle this. Wow. So I, there's a couple red flags in that one, huh? It kind of makes me feel like they're either pushing her out or they are, I don't know, they are trying to just not have it stressful and just every, there's just chaos. So it's, it's like a free for all. There's no system, systematizing. My biggest thing is I think they're either trying to push her out. Maybe the, the new assistant has less experience. I mean, she has experience, but less. So maybe he's thinking he could pay her less. I think what I would do is, is bring all these concerns to him and, and, and basically tell him that you don't feel like you're a part of the team. Like what has happened? Why has the dynamics changed? Yeah. What, you know, you brought this new person in. 
and now you're feeling like you're the outsider in your own home. Yeah. Well, um, part of me thinks that, okay, well, if, if she was the only dental assistant for X amount of time, mm-hmm. what if maybe she wasn't properly trained to what the dentist wants and needs were and mm-hmm. they made it work because she was it. And right. then, you know, like instead of, you know, if, if there are things the dentist wants to change, he, instead of working with the assistant that wrote the post, he's working mm-hmm. with the new assistant and, and putting all of those right. eggs in that basket. Yep. Saying that, you know what I may do, I didn't complain. I didn't instruct because you were the only assistant and I didn't want to pull those hairs. But now that we've got a new team member, maybe I'm going to make her exactly or him exactly what I want. Right. But I'm not going to invest in you intellectually anymore. Right. And I think that's where I think um, you have to speak up. That's the whole thing. What are you going to, what do you have to lose? If you've been there almost 11 years and he fires you, you can collect unemployment because he probably doesn't have a paper trail why he's firing you. He's just firing you, you know? So always document things that are going on, speaking up. I think you have to speak up. You cannot continue to go to a a place that you feel uncomfortable and maybe he just doesn't know. Some doctors are not the greatest communicators, right? We all know this. And maybe he just needs you to help him communicate better. So maybe there's things that this assistant is not doing correctly. And maybe this things that you're not doing correctly. And now he really doesn't know how to approach the situation. So maybe you can help him mm -hmm. by communicating with like, Hey, I just noticed things are not the same. Can the three of us work together to make it better for you? So if you have it in an approachable manner with the outcome is going to be better for the patient for the practice, for him, for a flow, whatever, and put a positive, maybe he'll be like, oh yeah, you know, she does this this way and I like that, but I didn't know how to bring it up to you. You have to have a kind of open-mindedness to that. It might be you in the way you do things, but it also could be that he just doesn't want to speak up about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so true. I mean, you work with dental assistants and dentists a lot and you call it chair side calibration, right? So like it's the let's highlight the things that we are struggling with. And let's also Mm -hmm. highlight the things that we're doing great at. Right. Because with every action, there's a reaction, right? I think it's super important that just facilitating the open lines of communication is, is, is being transparent. Right. And everybody knows if you're really smoking it, you know, as far as doing awesome in the operatory and that, crown prep went amazing. And, uh, you know, you've, you've got to highlight the wins that way. When you do confront the losses, there's a balance, you know, it's not like the dental assistant getting reamed every time. Right. And you know, if you've been through a procedure 20 times with the same doctor, the ones that went well and the ones that didn't, you kind of struggled through and what happened. So that's why it's important. I think to be better all around is, you know, pull your doctor aside, pull the other assistant aside, bring these to their attention and look at how the three of you can work better together. Like Rhonda always says, better together, you know, and, and how can we all come together for the goal and the goals and the patient, you know, patient care, and then the practice and, and making his life simple because that's what we're here for. We're here to help the doctor, in the patients and to get through the procedure. So it really, I think she just needs to speak up and, and, and stop feeling like, 
you know, it, it might not be her. It just might just be that he's a bad communicator. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to communicate. And that's, well, he that's told her, okay. he communicated. He told her not to train the new assistant. But she, he never got a, a, a why. Like, why don't you want me to train the new assistant? You yeah. Know? Like, do you like things that she's doing? You know, do you want me to change? So I think you just have to have an open mind. Because what do you got to lose? What's he going to say? Oh, you're fired? Or he could say, oh, my God, that's awesome and amazing. You know, and then if it doesn't go the way you thought it would go and you've already kind of put it out there for him to understand, then maybe it is time to move on and find a new office. Yeah. You know? read the signs kind of thing. Like, you know what, maybe we, and it's unfortunate, but you have 11 years of experience. So I'm sure you'll be an asset to any practice. Yes. It'll be amazing, you know, and maybe you'll have a, a practice that communicates a little bit better because it really does come down to communicating, respecting, you know, valuing opinions and things like that. So we have to have open minds. We have to be able to listen better. Um, and, and we still have to be able to voice our concerns. I don't think we should ever shut up. No. You know, I don't think we should ever. And that's what happens with, you know, bad offices is these dental assistants get trapped from not being able to speak their voice. It's okay. You know? Yeah. You it's not up and you get let go. There's unemployment. Trust me, you'd win a labor board case over that. Yeah. So. Oh, talking about cases we you guys shared on uh well actually dental assistants rock it was the um the what was it doctor by cuspid i can't remember the the article was it about oh it was on some news newsworthy or news noty or something like that about the aspen dental breaks and yes. and, the, and the assistant and it happens a lot and it just just doesn't happen in corporate we often forget to take care of ourselves and give ourselves time during the day. So I know in New York state, every, if you work over six hours, you have to take a mandated 30 minute break and 30 minute break does not mean you answer the phone. It's literally no work for 30 minutes. That's what you're supposed to get. We are not mandated for 15 minute breaks or anything like that. So you don't have to give break breaks, but for every uh, six hours that you work, you're supposed to get a half hour break. So I think that is important for people to know their labor laws per state, because it's not okay for any employee to go without working. I don't even like, I could see scattered lunches for the front office. So someone's always there to answer the phone. Personally, right. there's a half hour is not going to make that big of a difference. Just shut the phone off and everybody, we like to go to lunch together. It's great for team building. It really yeah. is. So we always, you know, and it's hard because sometimes the phone does ring, but you're technically for a half hour unpaid punch out. You're not supposed to be doing any type of work. So I think it's knowing if you don't know what your labor laws are, there are tons of resources. SHRM, the Society for Human Resource Management. I'm a, me a member of it. Um, you can find out anything about your labor law. It's really important. And this is another thing that comes down to communication when you're, you and your employer, you know, I just went to a group practice out in, um, Albany by my house. They have 142 practices. Wow. So we did some infection control, some great team building. And I only had, I think there's 25 of them. So I'm going back a couple, several times, but they have systems down. Like you would not believe 
And it's all about communication. Like they have their own little app and it was just amazing to see how they work together and how they communicate. So that's when you have that many moving bodies, like you Mm -hmm. have to have good systems. And whether you have a practice of four people or a practice of 142 people, I think the communication has to be there. So if things aren't happening, like with that girl, that, you know, girl from Aspen, you know, that's, that's sad. And that happens in a lot of places where the team members do not get breaks and they feel like they're chained to the desk or chained to the operatory and they have to have to work. No, you are entitled to a half hour break, at least in New York state. I don't know what other states is. We could always do some research, but it's not okay for you to go long periods. And now with breastfeeding laws, there's a lot of breastfeeding things. Right. Um, also we have to be very cautious of like this girl had medical issues and, and knowing your teams, if they have diabetes or some type of ailment that they need a break to go take care of themselves. You know, if they're a good employee, then why not give them the courtesy of, you know, the 10, you know, the 10 minutes it takes for them to go check their blood sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. It's not like she wants to go read a magazine in the bathroom. Like she just wants to stay healthy so she can think mm-hmm. straight and not faint and not get dizzy. And like, yeah. I just, it's, it's sad. And you know, it's not the first time I've heard of this in our, Oh, I know. Specifically. Um, mm-hmm. you know, cause doctors, you know, in between patients, they go sit down, they have their banana, they play on their phone, but we're hustling, turning rooms over, sterilizing instruments. Mm-hmm making sure we have every, I mean, we don't get that break between patients like they do. So maybe right. sometimes they just, they don't realize how important it is. And the thing is too, is once you, when you get hired at the at a corporate, a regular private practice, make sure you ask for a handbook. Right. If they don't have a handbook or give you, then that should be a red flag because everything you should know about your role in that practice should be in that handbook the expectations, everything, what you're going to get paid, when you're going to get paid, uniform allowance, time off, all that stuff should be there in black and white for you to read. Because I find that practices that don't have a handbook and just kind of, oh, one minute we're going to do this and next minute we're going to do that. That's not okay. It has to be, I think it should be in a handbook, set the expectations. That way you know what you're walking into. Yep. Yeah. And that way you can't say, well, I didn't know this is part of the package. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know? Well, that's what I mean. Get a copy of it, sign it, read it, look it over. And always, you know, like I said, read before you sign. But it's just, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Little baby steps. Baby steps. All the things, all the things we should do and all the things that I wish I would have done years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we can I help you prevent those mistakes. What? would have spoken up years ago. I wish I would have signed a handbook. I wish I would have communicated better with a doctor, you know, all those things. Well, it's true. I mean, there's so many things we could have nipped in the bud from the get go. If we just realized how important some things were. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. Well, Jules, this is fun. Fun morning, fun morning, hump day. Advanced registration is open up for the dance. Dance day, registrate day. (laughs) Do not switch fields. You guys can't see me, but I'm actually dancing. (laughs) In her bathrobe. Yes. I'm so glad this is audio only. No one needs to see this other than Jules. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, everybody have a great hump day. Make it through your week. And if you ever need us, you know where to find us. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you were a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.